Welcome back to What Were You Watching? I'm Allison. And I'm Julie, the mom. And today we're going to explore the big wide world of Hanukkah. Again? Hanukkah? So for all of our listeners, um, if you're not familiar with Hanukkah, I suggest you go back to our uh, Hanukkah episode from 2016. Um, it's It was a video, but it's also in the podcast feed. Um, we do a nice little explainer of the Hanukkah story. A refresher of sorts. You may just want to, uh, you know, if you're not uh, Jewish or as familiar with Hanukkah, who is really familiar with Hanukkah? <laughs> it's, it comes around once a year at a different time every you time. You never know when that's going <laughs> to show up. <laughs> I did say, though, recently that I was so impressed with you that um, growing up, no matter when Hanukkah was, you knew when it was, and you always had the eight pairs of socks ready for me. Eight pairs? I used to get a big package. <laughs> Not really, but all, at least one pair I rustled up. I, I didn't get any socks this year from you. I know. I gave up on the socks. I figured you had and enough. You know what? My feet are very cold right now. I could have used oh, those socks. figures. Uh, can I give you used socks? <laughs> Ew. No, they're like furry. I only wore them once. Were they washed? Not yet. Ooh. Anyway, so Hanukkah's actually over as we record this. I think it was over two days ago. It's really hard to keep track because yeah, it's a week. And if it was a week, it would be easier to keep track, but it's eight days. So and you're always I always end up giving you all the presents on the la like the di last day or the day after. Yeah, and I got all my presents uh, yesterday, which I don't. Which think is was kind of like what they. Oops. Oh, an incident! I dropped something. I, it wasn't me. Um, no, but the, when I give you the, all the presents at once on the wrong day, it's. I just want our listeners to know that she just. Like moved all around. Oh to pick yeah, up the sorry. <laughs> um, I forgot I'm being recorded. <laughs> it's like almost like you could call it not Hanukkah but Christmas. <laughs> That's what it's like when I throw all the presents at you. Yeah, and if you put it under, you know, a bush or a tree, a Hanukkah bush. Yes. Oh yes, then it is Christmas. So that I kind of want to get into this. So. There are differences between Hanukkah and Christmas, not just in the story, but the fact that Hanukkah really isn't a major holiday. No, and it's a kid's holiday, right. too. Right, so like a lot of the stuff, <laughs> you're just breaking down. I'm sorry. Don't I'm... break my chair. Oh, no. <laughs> Your gaming chair? Yeah, we assembled this chair for me since I've been working from home so much. It's a gaming, a video gaming chair. Well, that was smart because that would Those be... Those people sit all day, so, right. so do I. Uh, yeah, that's too bad. But anyway, so Hanukkah, um, you know, it is for kids. In this movie that we watched, not to jump too far ahead, but they do exchange gifts among the adults, which I found strange as that's not really a Hanukkah tradition. That's Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I understand they're trying to elevate Hanukkah to Christmas, but Hanukkah and Christmas are fundamentally not at the same level. It, in the Jewish tradition, Hanukkah is like a blip. It's not, you know, Passover is a much bigger holiday. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. There's even like Sukkot's a bigger holiday. And I don't even really celebrate Sukkot. No, Purim's not a bigger holiday. It's not? No, oh, that's Purim's... another kid's holiday. Yeah, it, well, yeah, I guess. It's like Jewish Halloween. Oh, yeah, right. But, uh, like, so I work for a Jewish organization and we're not closed for Hanukkah. There's no change in our 
uh, hours, so you know that it's not really legitimate. <laughs> it's good for the kids. Yes. Um, but so the world is trying to make Hanukkah bigger, which I appreciate that they're trying to be inclusive, but it just doesn't Yeah, I know why you're saying that, because then otherwise you'd have to buy me a gift. <laughs> I get you. Well, I have, I have a real gift for you, so... I've been watching, so this was a Hallmark movie that we watched, but I've been watching various Hallmark and Lifetime uh, Christmas movies and this Hanukkah movie. I'll say holiday movies. Um, I just had surgery, so I was in bed for a while, and I, I was watching some of these real treasures. Um, and there was one, it was a Christmas movie. It was Lifetime's uh, first LGBT Christmas movie. Whoa. So barrier breaking, just like this movie, <laughs> in a different way. Um, and I just want to say the gays got their full-on gay kiss before we got a Hanukkah yeah, kiss. Yeah, really. That took so, forever. Yeah. Just think of how non-inclusive Hallmark and Lifetime have been. But anyway, um, so in this, this Christmas movie, Fran Drescher plays the mother who's obsessed with Christmas, which A, doesn't make any sense. But like B, when I was watching it, I realized that the voice I hear in my head when you speak is Fran Drescher's <laughs> Oh, nice. So that's what my do you Hanukkah mean? gift to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but anyway. Um, that's awful. So this, this was Hallmark's really, they did a, a two Hanukkah movies last year, but it was really Hanukkah just got a mention. This was like their first full length. Full Hanukkah out Hanukkah. Movie. And growing up, I grew up in the 90s. You grew up before that. And Way before. I'm sure in your time, Hanukkah was not even It was nothing. It, well, one year, you know, my best friend had a Christmas tree, and I went home and I said, I want a Christmas tree. And my father said, no. And, and then, like, uh, I went outside and I erected a Jewish star on the front <laughs> lawn, and he tore that down. <laughs> and then the next day, I look and there's this pot of evergreens and my mother said here's your Hanukkah bush <laughs> so that was it that was as good as it got well this year we actually we don't have a Christmas tree but we do have a garland to cover up a part of our dining room wall that has fallen apart <laughs> I wouldn't speak about that in case we try to sell the house <laughs> well um, so we do but have, it'll be there. We do have a, the a couple uh, holiday decorations. We also, a friend of mine saw a sign in TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx has gotten with the times. They're inclusive now. They have some Hanukkah decorations. Really? So we got a sign from TJ Maxx, um, courtesy of my friend Kara, that says, Oi to the world. Uh, I like that. To go with our menorah. But uh, other than, you know, kind of recently, Hanukkah was not really known in the world um you know people didn't make Hanukkah hey content. we had a zoom Hanukkah with we did. Our, my cousins from California it was lovely I don't see them or talk to them that much so that was really cool yeah so we we did we did a nice they did zoom. eight nights yeah uh, we, we couldn't do yeah. that but well with the surgery and all but so kind of Hanukkah I would say was like a niche holiday but now it's becoming a lot bigger um, so, you know, this, it, I think Hallmark saw an opportunity to make a Hanukkah movie. So they, uh, you know, made this movie, Love Lights Hanukkah. What'd you think of the title? Love Lights Hanukkah. Which I thought was Love Laugh Hanukkah initially. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't. I don't understand what the title has to do with the movie. Well, that is except like a Hallmark thing. Hanukkah. There's but, a lot uh, of uh, Christmas. Like I watched one that was Christmas Ever After. It had that had nothing to do with. Yeah, this seemed like like there was nothing to do with the plot. Yeah. Well. Well, plot. Well, there was there a was lot of plot. A lot of plots. So the, there's kind of two <laughs> types of Hallmark movies I've discovered from watching. I'm becoming a connoisseur. Oh, so great. there's the the kind where it's just a love story, and those are usually very boring very bland people usually the person goes back to their small town oh yeah you made me watch that last time yeah re-listen to our christmas inheritance episode that was a good one too um but so there's that and then there's the one with too much plot and we got the one with too much plot. we were confused in fact the love story really didn't play much into it in the end a little in the end but, but there were like 15 different oh plots. so many things going on i mean just in the restaurant alone how many incidents did they have? i mean the health department would have shut that restaurant down. oh yeah well they had a pipe burst wait they which had... oh that restaurant because <laughs> oh, there's, there's a lot there's of restaurants <laughs> okay so we should probably get we into... gotta start at the yeah. beginning so just, just to give everyone kind of an overview they this movie was written by a jewish woman and the two, at the very least, the two main romantic leads are both Jewish or were raised Jewish. So we do have some authenticity here. However, they didn't pronounce things no, they like didn't. Jewish people do. Like kugel. That's a kugel, like a potato kugel. Kugel. And they said that making kugel was romantic. And I, you know, after watching this, I don't think Hanukkah is a romantic <laughs> holiday. Well, it, it was for them. Because <laughs> it's for kids. I think that's why it's not romantic right. at all. Like well, you're they spinning made such a, top, a big deal out of it. potatoes. Like, it's not romantic. It's like you have indigestion. And... Right, and you have oil all over your kitchen yeah, from right. those stupid latkes. <laughs> um, so anyway, this, this movie starts off um, with a lot of Christmas. Like, yeah, it was like a lot all of Christmas. Christmas for... A long time. So like, it was seven full minutes before they well, even this mentioned girl, the word Well, this young Jewish. lady, the star, Starlet, is very into Christmas. Her name's Christina. Christina, and she owns a restaurant and has it all decorated up for Christmas. Her house is Christmas, everything. Christmas, yeah, very Christmas, into Christmas, Christmas. So she takes a DNA test, and she... Oh, she's adopted, but we don't find that out until after the DNA right, test but, comes back. But what she waited one year... From her, her mother, from her, her adoptive mother died, and she, her, she had a single mother who was Italian, so her name's Christina Rossi, I think. Correct. And they run an Italian restaurant, very Italian, meanwhile didn't look Italian at all but um, no. so, and and they even said something like you look like your mother but it wasn't her biological right. mother we so that was so confusing. we were confused at the beginning because well especially later when they said she was adopted and we're like how could she look like her you know this <laughs> mother well anyway so, um so she takes a DNA test and immediately finds out she's half Italian half Eastern European Jewish with no other breakdown, right. not a country. Like, Nothing. Eastern European Jewish doesn't tell you anything. Like, you know, we're Eastern European Jewish, but we know what countries we're from. I'm sure they could have traced you right. know, which countries those were, but it just said Eastern European Jewish. And 50%. Yeah. Like, who's 50% <laughs> of anything. anything? And even if you're Eastern European Jewish, you're not really, you know, who knows where you were originally. Right. Jews moved everywhere. Right. Um, so, especially because they were chased out of every country they were in. Yes. 
Um, so my relatives yeah. were, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but that's because sides of mine. <laughs> they were evading the draft or something bad. I don't know. Um, but, but so she's very excited to find out her results, but doesn't tie it in with the idea that finding out her heritage, like, does she want to meet her biological parents? That's never meant. Right. Would I thought that's why she did it at but first, and not. then, and no, because then she's really upset. Right. Like, so she immediately finds a biological match, meets up with the girl. And, of course, we realize very quickly before they realize that this girl is her half-sister. But but it's like she never even, like, grapples with the fact that, like, oh, should I meet up with this relative? Because like, what if this, it's my mother? Yeah, what if it's my mother, my sister, my, my cousin? You know, my, like, yeah. Um, we actually had a similar thing happen in our family, well, in my dad's side of the family, where uh, through Ancestry.com or something, we got a relative, somebody who had a... a child that they it wasn't an adopted situation it was a mistress and do you remember this no the lady just died i mean she was older but uncle sasha's oh oh child. your father's yeah not my side no. i would have thought that was from my side and she contacted us yeah, and, right. and uh, you know we were in touch with her until her unfortunate passing recently but uh yeah, we found out about this deep, dark history. So that's the thing about DNA results is I don't think that you, you ever have to be find prepared. anything good from DNA. Like you find out, oh, my family owned slaves. Oh, <laughs> my, my uncle had a whole family he disowned because it was his mistress. Like, yeah. It's, it's not this. pleasant. And I don't... Oh, darn. I was going to ask you to get me this nutritional <laughs> oh, DNA yeah, thing. 23andMe Nutrition. No, but you it's not... You should get the one they do for cats. Yeah, maybe I'd do better with that. Find out what that. kind of cat you are. Well, I'd find out what I would like to eat if I was a cat. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, if anyone knows anything about this nutritional DNA testing, please let me know if it's good or bad or not worth the money. What, are they going to find out? You have a bad stomach? Well, yeah, From they your, can tell you. Yeah, you're lactose intolerant. A lot of Jews are lactose yes, intolerant. Yes, I, I was, but I'm not any longer. Yes, you were thankfully. born that way. But uh, anyway, so she goes to meet her half-sister that she doesn't realize is her half-sister. And the sister own and the brother own a deli left to them by their father, who's not the main girl's father. Uh, and the deli is called Lenny's, Lenny's Sports, sports deli, deli. Because Lenny was a big sports fan. Now, have you heard of a sports deli before? I've never. I've heard of a sports bar. Right. <laughs> and there was nothing sporty about it other no. than the shirt said sports deli and they kept talking about how he was a big cub fan meanwhile they live in cleveland oh yeah that was you're right <laughs> that's really strange i mean they ended up talking with, about the cavaliers but yeah but and they, the they mentioned cleveland several times but the cubs now maybe there's a like maybe it's okay to like chicago teams when you live in cleveland i don't know we're not I from the midwest but don't know like It'd be like if if we like the Red Sox, like it Sox. doesn't really make sense. Yeah. I don't think they'd be a little more rivalish. But, yeah, but and also, well, the Cleveland team uh, doesn't currently have a name, so maybe they couldn't use it. Oh, the the former former name. Yes, the Cleveland baseball team. Yes, I know. Maybe talking. they'll be the Cubs, the Cleveland Cubs, and we can have two Cubs. That's confusing, <laughs> especially their neighbor cities. Yeah, but. Uh, Anyway, so at Lenny Sports Deli, they're, <laughs> I always bring it back, they're, they're making a special Hanukkah menu, 
and they're yeah. trying different latkes. So what was your favorite latke they did? I don't know. There was one with hot sauce in it. I don't know. Oh, no, chocolatka. <laughs> That's disgusting sounding. Um, I like the guacamole latke. Oh, guacamole. yeah. Guacamole well, Yeah, you would. That sounds disgusting. They all didn't you sound that good. things like this on a latke. Maybe hot sauce would be good. I think yeah, that, that might, that that might actually okay. work. Yeah. I mean, even in the movie, they did not like the chocolate latke. <laughs> like, they were like, that's gross. It was gross. I don't, like, come on. You can only go so far. But So anyway, at this point of the movie, I wrote down that we're 18 minutes in. She goes to their house, the these relatives she meets she doesn't realize they're her brother and sister and she um so they invite a stranger essentially to their home with wait their and why are they there they're older and married but they're always there at right. the mother's house well it is the holidays i guess but then okay the fiance in london there was a lot going. yeah yeah, <laughs> there oh, a lot yeah. Of just, oh there were so many throwaway lines that could have been an entire other story right like, well that's the she, sequel she the ended sequel. her four-year engagement over the right. phone right like all of a sudden that, uh, her mother died and she ended her four no year she engagement. said she ended her engagement and then her mother Ma died right so you end your engagement over the phone four years four years okay <laughs> Anyway, we're only 18 minutes in at this point, and, <laughs> and we go to the house, and um, within minutes, we realized, oh, this is her mother, and, uh, you know, they, they realize it's her mother and their brother and sister, and they're all excited, but she's overwhelmed. No, wait, but I like when she says, and um, I was adopted, and then all of a sudden the mother no, gets... No, it was like... Two or three minutes before the mother, like, kind of realized. Yeah, that, like, there was nothing going on. They're there. like, you're a DNA match and you were adopted. And the mother didn't immediately Just say, nothing. Oh, I gave up. Nothing. Baby. And then she goes, What's she, your birth date? Yeah. Where, what hospital? Where were you, where born, were you born? And then she, the mother gets up and leaves the table because she can't handle it. And then she says, This one of my favorite lines I don't know her, but I already love her. <laughs> and then she goes on about how she was married. In Italy, yeah, it wasn't like a like she was they a foreign, done like a one night stand or something. Yeah, no, it was weird. And then yeah. she got an, it annulled, and then she got came back to the states and found out she was pregnant. So that's why she gave the baby up for adoption. And again, this all happens twenty minutes into the movie. It's like so it's, much, and and they they bring all these family members in like immediately. And, and actually, you understand how the girl would have gotten overwhelmed because yeah, they was, were like, "And this is your niece, and this and is this your is cousin, your, and this is your brother." Yeah, and this is all your... these people, and they're like, "Oh," and and everyone's so thrilled. Well, it's nice, but it's like a lot. Well, like I said, it's like a Jewish family. Like, yeah, I need Uncle Woody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they have the family friend who she falls in love with, Ben Savage. Right. Um, Boy Meets World fame. Um, and he, you know what, his acting, I would say, was pretty good. At first, I didn't like it, but he got better. Right. It was, she's bad. Well, she he, you know what? I'm used to his acting because I watched Boy Meets World oh. and then the, the new version, Girl Meets World. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's his acting style is like, yeah, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, it's very much like. But it, like I they exist. kept they kept using the same thing gimmick over and over again because he was a restaurant yeah. a food critic which they don't seem to understand how a food critic works in this universe. Yeah, no, it doesn't it doesn't make sense what they're But he, every time he says ciao 
Arrivederci, shalom, whatever. And like a million, and he just keeps doing this every time he says goodbye to her, like 18 different ways to say goodbye. Yeah, it was, it well, was no, because he said he spoke 10 languages. 40 languages. But then he didn't even pronounce some of those no. words properly. Kugel. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she goes to learn about Hanukkah, and he, of course, has to learn about Christmas, which is the thing that really annoys me in all of these movies, that they assume that a Jewish person does not know anything about Christmas. What I mean, did you think of that? Yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't we know a lot more about Christmas? Christmas is everywhere. It's every, You can't escape it. And I even, I mean, I even know the whole, the nativity story, <laughs> the whole, but do pe people know about Hanukkah and what, what that really is? Yeah, like, could... Could a non-Jewish person okay, talk we about dare the Maccabees? You. Tell yeah. us who the who was the main Maccabee? What was his name? Moses? Oh no, <laughs> wrong one. You know who it is. Yeah. All right, it's a test. We'll do it on Facebook. We'll see if anyone answers. Yeah, yeah. No Google. And also, yeah, also the festival. What um, is it? What? Yeah. What does it commemorate? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Bonus points. If I you know can, about Jesus. Yeah, I, I can say, uh, you know, the Lord's Prayer. Oh, I can sing. Uh, oh, I think I did this once. <laughs> oh, Holy Night in French. But and can I you can sing, sing Silent Night in German. Okay, wait, you get, Stille Nacht. Can you sing Ma Otsor, which was in this movie? Yeah, that was a shocker. And big shocker is that they actually paid to have a good version. Usually they do like a generic version, but this was Leslie Odom Jr. and his wife's version. Um, for those who don't know, he was Aaron Burr in Hamilton, and his wife is Jewish, and they recorded a very beautiful version. Yes, very and beautiful. And I realized, I was like, oh, this is the good version, because <laughs> it's a little bit dirgy, but they uh, made it sound really good. So they actually paid money. This well, maybe didn't look cheap. Well, maybe they able to spend money because it was probably done in a bubble in somebody's but there barn. there were a lot of people in this movie. If they <laughs> yeah. filmed it during COVID, which yeah. I assume they did, there were a lot of people in this Can movie. Can you tell when a movie was filmed? Or? Um, we can look it up, but a lot of these movies were filmed yeah. in bubbles during COVID. I would COVID. think. I and mean, they even, uh, one of the movies I watched, they kissed through plexiglass, which you can't tell in the movie, but they cut away really fast. Because, like, who films a movie in January or February right. for Christmas well, of next actually, year? Um, Although the, Hallmark, no, they, it depends. they might. So Hallmark, the turnaround time is short. Um, but real movies, like the movie Happiest Season on Hulu, which I haven't watched yet, but I heard is excellent. Oh, yeah? Um, it's, that was supposed to be in theaters, so that was filmed in oh. February. And... The whole cast got COVID because oh, that's sad. right before they're all okay. But uh, Kristen Stewart was like pretty sick. Oh wow! Um, huh. But yeah, that's like a real movie, so that had a longer turnaround time. These Hallmark movies are usually filmed very cheaply. Like yeah. you can tell, like there's no costumes. Well, there's like these costumes. They look actually, like they spent money on it. They they had and they those Christmas lights everywhere. Well, that's like from their stock. You know, they yeah, use that in every movie. Yeah. But they had to buy dreidels and menorahs. Oh yeah. Oh, so to get back to it. I want to know if this is something you're interested in. Um, will you be collecting dreidels? <laughs> not real soon. I I did have a few menorahs, but that's not. Well, you couldn't find them I, for a while, and then I had this cloth one that I got you when you were a kid, and I had to use that because we ran out of candles when I finally did find the menorahs. It was a mysterious Hanukkah. Very mysterious. Yes. Um. So one of the other things that um, maybe it's just because we're we're from a place that's very Italian, 
um, and very Catholic. I thought it was interesting that, uh, I forget, oh, David was his name. Um, the love was, interest. Yeah, he was not familiar with the song Dominic the Donkey, which is my favorite yeah. Christmas song. Or one of my favorite. Which is weird that you think. But, but, <laughs> if you've never heard Dominic the Donkey, stop the podcast now and go, go on YouTube and listen to it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> But um, yeah, well, they they were from Cleveland, so who knows what they? It's do not they have the same. Italians in Cleveland? I guess they do. And Jews, I guess. And Jews, Jews, yes, big, a very large Jewish population in Cleveland. I know that. I don't. Well, know apparently how. they also had a French Chinese population because they had a dumpling shop called Le, Pe- Le Petit Chinese. Yeah. Which is a horrible That's thing a ter- for a the small Chinese. That's really bad. Eventually, uh, you know, there's like a million plots in this movie. Right, but the thing with the, the mother, the biological mother, the girl is like, I don't know what to do. I can't. It's like I'm dissing my own mother. Yeah, but her mother's dead. She right. She have to like, you and know, you might be, if the mother was alive, you might have Yeah, that mother, would but... be like tougher. But she's like, like, dickering oh, but then she over refers that. To her as her adoptive mother, which was strange. Yeah, that was strange. Because it's her mother. It's her mother. It was her mother. Right. And then she's she's like, I think she's just a diddler, you know? Like she she can't decide about the mother. She can't decide about the boyfriend, the the guy, the love interest. She just she just and she had this face on. In in fact, it's appropriate because in Jew, Jew Yiddish it's called Fabissina. Yes. She had a Fabissina face. It's like not it's like almost angry nasty. It's, it's another uh Yiddish word that applies to this movie is Yenta. Oh yeah. For the mother, the the biological mother, Ruth. But right. uh she she but she could have been more of a yenta. It felt like very light yenta. Yeah, it was light it, yenta. It was all light touch Judaism. Well she she was not uh she she didn't want to push it too so it would go the wrong way. Right. She knew when to back off. Some of them do and some I've of never them met don't. a Jewish mother who knew when to back off. Yeah, I know. Including you. So eventually they kinda of get into the meat and potatoes of the actual <laughs> the uh, brisket of Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah perfect. <laughs> of Hanukkah. So they um, give her a gift, which you predicted, of a menorah, and then they teach her the prayer, which they in the other Hanukkah movie I saw, they also teach the prayer, and it's always the same where the person's like, Baruch, and they're like, Baruch. <laughs> yes, it does, doesn't and, really sound and like would that. would you, if you invited someone, so this, this actually happened where you invited, um, you know, my boyfriend over and he, even though he's half Jewish, he wasn't raised in the faith, so he doesn't know the prayers. Would you expect him to lead a prayer? Well, I remember I gave him a paper <laughs> with all this Hebrew writing on it and I said, okay, you're going to do the prayer. Here it is. <laughs> and he says, what is that? <laughs> and then we said, oh no, it's upside down. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, you would no. never expect somebody to lead the prayer, but they're always making them lead. And they she have to the prove. <laughs> um, and then the other... Jews are tough. So man. they do this Hanukkah gift exchange, which... I did appreciate that the the more experienced Hanukkah people did follow the gift rule of all eight gifts total have to be less than $25 in value. 
<laughs> well, um, Jews are cheap. <laughs> well, that's a stereotype that may or may not be true. Yeah, but on Hanukkah, it's true. <laughs> um, but no, so not really. Christina doesn't know this, so she gives these extravagant Christmas gifts. Right. And you actually started crying when she I gave did. the signed Cubs baseball. I started to cry. I don't know why. I'm like, oh god, this movie's getting to me, or maybe I'm just tired. I don't know. And then they opened the children's gifts when the children yeah, weren't. Yeah, they present. weren't even there. Like, where were they? Would did they make them go to sleep before Hanukkah? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we let the candles That's, go to bed. What no is gift. the point? Um, and then she has all this seemingly all this money, all these connections because she gives really she gave good gifts. gifts. Yeah. yeah, she gave. The tickets to the Cavaliers. Right. Courtside seats. Right. Well, she said that was her... Uh, yeah, customer right, or something. Really? Yeah. And it was four seats. It wasn't like one seat. It was four seats. Yeah. And personalized jerseys and basketballs. And Signed baseball. <laughs> but the real gift is she finds out that they've contacted her father, Giorgio, who in the sequel we hope runs a salami <laughs> we shop hope, wait we hope for a sequel i don't know if i could sit through a sequel i don't think it. i could this but, was and this was all like you said they're all oh, these are only like 80 minutes or something it seemed like a lifetime and we took a break and but it was hallmark yes yeah. <laughs> we took a break and it was still long yeah it was very and long. it was it was under like the whole thing with commercials was two hours so and it couldn't have been more than 80 minutes you'd think it would have kept us you know, with all these plots, right? But, but I think it, it tired it us, it tired me out. There was just, and there was a lot of filler. I felt like, like a lot of, oh, you have so many Christmas decorations. Look, we found an angel. Look, <laughs> yeah, there was the a tree. lot. Like, who cares? It's a Hanukkah <laughs> movie. We don't need to see you put up the tree. Yeah. Oh well, she had to show the Jewish guy how to put up a tree. Oh, and like, like, wow! I can't believe there's a Christmas tree in a restaurant. How fancy! Yeah, like, we're the food critic has never been inside a restaurant. Well, unless maybe it's COVID. He's he never, there's He's no never restaurant. never seen a Christmas tree in a restaurant. Where it's I like mean, yeah, but listen, we live in Staten Island, New York, where there's a, a Christmas, Christmas tree, tree on every corner. Yeah, I would say on every inch of a there's restaurant. There's like a nativity scene like in your meal at the restaurant. Right, practically. <laughs> like you're taking communion while you're eating. <laughs> you could be. So, you know, maybe we're in a different place. I think so. I mean, well, she was talking about, I'm surprised she didn't kind of get into the Feast of the Seven Fishes that she was making. Oh, that was interesting. I kept thinking, I hope these Jews aren't kosher because there's a lot of shellfish in there. They never mention what fishes it is, if you notice. Maybe they're all salmon. I don't know. Oh, come on. Seven <laughs> different types of salmon. Smoked salmon. Yeah, locks. Here's your locks. But, uh, yeah, so eventually at the, the movie ends when she's going to see her father. She's going with the new boyfriend. And she's exploring both sides of herself, the Italian side and the Hanukkah side. And she said she can't wait to celebrate Christmas and Hanukkah every year. Uh, I hope it doesn't go like this every year. Are they going to bring this thing back? Well, they're probably, if you think a about classic. it, the family is probably upset because now they have to spend all this money on her. They didn't spend. She didn't understand dollars. But like, she, it's so funny because, um, you know, when I'm like in our family. Oh, yeah, they gave, gifts. they gave her pictures of the, yeah, themselves. They like like that you get photo. at Walgreens, <laughs> yeah. you know. It costs $5. <laughs> and then they paid for the international call. 
So that was probably another $10. So $15. That's pretty good. They got away. Yeah. <laughs> I should try that. You, you, I'll get a picture of you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's, they don't, I, being in the, the Christmas world, you spend a lot of money. Being in the Hanukkah world, you spend very little money. I know that. You could just buy a drain on some gelt and give that as a I'd gift. I buy my Christian relatives big baskets. things, big yep, baskets. Yep. Jews, we don't get anything. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, like, did you ever, well, you used to buy your parents uh, like a gift card or something. Or I lobster? used to buy them, yeah. I used to buy Not them kosher. seafood from, I feel bad I didn't do anything this year, but I used to buy them from, yeah, sea, uh, legal seafood. I would get, send a dinner. Or someplace I'd buy, I don't know, something. But, but you know, or my mother would send me an amaryllis every year. That's more than $25 probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. But uh, but now she gives the grandkids right. guilt. And the great-grandkid. We have a new one. Yeah, we have a new one. We have a new family member. Yes. Um, another Hanukkah miracle. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and a Christmas baby. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that we need to really buckle down over this break and write next year's Hanukkah movie for Hallmark. What do you think? Oh, oi, oi, vey. I think we're, I'm going to do, and, and I want your input on this, I think we need to cover every base we got to have a Hanukkah movie that's uh, one gay person with a transgender person in a wheelchair. Hmm. That gets we it all. We would hit every box. <laughs> there you go. I, I bet, they, I bet you we could sell that. Yeah. Eight Nights of Love. I'm, I'm still trying Eight to sell it. Eight Nights of Love. They fall in love on the eighth night and they get engaged. Now you just, somebody's going to steal that. It's fine. Just give me yeah. a royalty. Yeah, get a royalty. I really don't want to write it. I don't have the energy to no. write all those horrible, mushy scenes. I don't think you could write that badly. You're a decent <laughs> writer. I love you, but I love the dreidel more. I wonder if the the uh, the lady who wrote it, um, you said it was a lady. Yeah, it was a woman. And the woman, if she had... You think a man wrote this? If she Schmalt? had input from... Hallmark? Well, there's from, certain... No, tropes. from the Christian side... There's certain tropes that were present, you know, from their Christmas movies. Like, again, Hanukkah isn't particularly romantic, so they were drawing a lot on the romance of Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Um, which, to be fair, I don't think Christmas at its core is romantic. But, you know, they, I read it something just the other day that said there were more, more people get married or engaged during Christmas than any other time of the year. Right. Well, there is, it, you know, I think the cold and the, I, there is something sweet about Christmas, but I think like, again, it's, it's more about like, you know, Santa Claus. And I don't think Santa Claus is romantic. I don't know. Maybe you have a different opinion. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Mrs. Claus probably does think I so. I feel like they're old and sexless. They're like... They do they kind have of no look age, you know. old. They're gross. <laughs> Why um, are they old? I don't know. Actually, I listened to this interesting uh, story. Oh, well, he was of, of Chris Santa. Kringle, right? Yeah, I I listened to like the history of it, and it's actually like a disturbing history of how Saint Nicholas became Santa Claus. Okay, and, like, I don't sanitized. want to hear. It. So yeah, but if you're interested, look actually, that up. no, I knew about that. Yeah. Um, See, we know about that right, stuff. Right, right. I know more about Christmas than any of uh, you non-Jews know about Hanukkah. So learn about Hanukkah. Maybe you learn something new. Yeah, like you could have a dreidel collection of antique dreidels. Goody. Oh, and by the way, P. 
people might not understand, the dreidel is used to play a game. Yeah, for children. For money. <laughs> well, no, chocolate money. Chocolate or money. But yeah, so, yeah. It's like well, a no, gambling say, game. I don't know if you heard, they did talk about what the letters on the dreidel mean. Yeah. A great miracle happened here. Did you know the dreidel actually is different in Israel? It's a great miracle happened. Yeah, it's a great miracle happened here. And in other places, a great miracle happened there. There. So, if you're in Israel, you get a different dreidel collector item Gee, for your collection. Little known, non-important facts. <laughs> but, uh, hey, it's Hanukkah. Well, I think uh, that about wraps up our Hanukkah episode. Do you have anything else you want to add about Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa? Um, just like to say, um, hope everyone has a happy and healthy year to come and don't watch that movie. Save, save your time. Save your energy. <laughs> okay. Watch uh, one of the hundred other holiday movies that are out Yeah, there. like there's so I recommend, uh, What do you have a Christmas movie you like or a holiday I movie? I don't watch a holiday movie. This was it. That's this sad. This was your big holiday movie. That's sad. All right. I'm looking forward to Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. That's Jewish exciting. movie day. Yeah, so for Christmas. anyone who has uh, HBO Max or can get a free trial, Wonder Woman's coming out on Christmas Day, so we'll be watching that. Yep. Um, and eating Indian food. Yep. Oh, and, and on Christmas Day, Bridgerton is coming out on Netflix. New series by Shonda Rhimes. Very excited. Oh, that sounds good. It's It looks like it's going to be really good. So, uh, yeah, we have actual good things to watch, and I'm excited for that. So... Wishing everyone a very happy holiday, no matter what you celebrate. And I uh, hope you're all healthy and well this holiday season. Yes. And we'll be back in the new year with some other horrible thing we'll watch. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.